One, two, three, four. It's our first podcast of 2016. With us today, we have Blue Green. We were supposed to say something that rhymes. <laughs> we don't rhyme all the time. Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the first podcast of 2016. This is the Spoils of Akron podcast. My name is Ryan Dyke, and I am joined by... Cody Stanley. Chris Miller. And this here is a podcast about the art, the culture, and the eccentric residents of the Rubber City. And if you didn't hear our amazing theme song by our very own Cody and Chris, <laughs> then you do not know. But in studio today, we have Mr. Blue Green. Everybody Woo! give him a round of applause. Woo! Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us, Blue. Blue, it is amazing to have you on. We've met, uh, we've known each other for about a year now. You actually came to our Labor Day picnic uh, last year, so I mean, it's been a while. And Not you brought <laughs> amazing, amazing home jarred. Is that the right way to say it? Homemade pickles. Canned. Canned. Right. Okay, so I know we want to get into the main reason why you're here, but first of all, ladies and gentlemen, I just have to say this. Blue Green's pickle is a pickles are Whoa. amazing. <laughs> Hello. A little slip of the tongue there, but seriously, they were awesome. Um, my pickles do bring all the girls to the yard. Ah, <laughs> and they're like, it's better than yours. <laughs> Cody, that's like your favorite song. How do you not have anything to that's say about not that? My favorite song, audience. <sighs> but anyways, Blue, it is amazing to have you on today. We have a lot of things we want to talk with you about, but. First thing is I want to say is this is that you and Chris have known each other for quite a while. Why don't Why don't you guys talk about how you met and all that jazz? Because I don't even know the whole story, and I, I I really want want to know. And as someone in the comics, you you know you really should get this origin story down. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys right. will get it today. <laughs> Go ahead, Blue. Well, Chris and I, Chris Miller and I met. Uh, let's see, probably at uh, a restaurant. I'm assuming uh, you were waiting tables, and I was a pizza chef or cook in the back. Actually, it was a uh, macaroni grill. Yes, it was there. macaroni grill. And I was a pizza chef back in the day, so I was one of those guys that sat back there and made pizzas in the wood burning oven. And um, Chris and I met, and we've known each other since then, pretty much. And we were roommates in college. Uh, we attended a lot of the same classes at University of Akron. Um, we were we were into media. I think before there was a digital media, right? I yes, mean, yes, definitely. We're, we're sort of dating ourselves. We're some young young bucks, <laughs> yeah, I don't but know about this. but yeah, we were. You know, we blue is like a Photoshop master in the early versions of Photoshop, and I was more of a writer. But yeah, we and blue had always been working on photos and video, um, even back from I'd say into the eighties, right? Uh, yeah, I've been taking photographs since I was, oh my, 10 years old or so with a 35mm camera. Uh, never had a video camera growing up, but I got one of those later on in college, so that was really good. Do you have any of those old videos still? Do you have, um, um, or not videos, I just say pictures. Do you still oh, have any of those? all the old pictures, yes, and videos too, but it was on VHS, and okay. the quality of VHS is yeah. extremely bad. It's, so they degrade really. It sounded okay, <laughs> and it looked horrible. Uh, but yeah, the digital technology came a long way. So it's much better nowadays. And, and more recently, um, I'd say past five and a half years, Blue and I were part of the founding team um, that put together the Akron Digital Media Center and Akron, Akron Digital com. Media Center. Yes. We know those guys. You do. Very I think cool. you do. Might. So yeah, and now now Blue teaches classes here uh, every Wednesday at three o'clock, and we're actually in the library today. We're not in Musica, as you can tell, it's probably not as echoey as normal. I know. <laughs> we're in a actually contained room. But yeah, <laughs> Blue does the uh, our media classes every Wednesday at three o'clock, and and tells a little bit about the media center and kind of why we started this and and what your classes are all about, and then that can kind of segue us into the uh, the next thing we're here to, to chat about. Sounds good. Well, I was a citizen journalist for the um, current television, and I did a couple stories for them, and that's no longer there, but we decided, Chris and I and a few other people got together, and we decided we want to teach citizen journalism in, the city, in Akron, and we wanted to teach people and give them video cameras to use as well. So we would teach them how to do photography, how to do video, how to do editing, how to do social media. We cover all those topics on how to get a video, how to get a photograph, how to write a story, and how to get it recognized in the city of Akron. And we've been doing this now for, how long has it been? Five, uh, five six years? 
Yeah, we started in 2010. It was, I think, May of 2010, if I'm not mistaken. The Acronist launched in January of 2011. So it's been about almost six years for the training and five years for the website. So, And it's evolved. Even since we started this, um, the technology has evolved. Because even back, I remember back in 2010, Blue really wanted to push toward using mobile devices, and, and the apps weren't quite there yet. Now... I recently got an iPhone. It has iMovie. It has GarageBand. I mean, everything's pretty much self-contained. You know, we don't even need those those consumer-level camcorders, which are being phased out, much like the calculator was phased out and the watch was phased out and some other, you know, the alarm clock was phased out. Um, you know, digital media is kind of doing that to, to the camera. Now, Chris, uh, you uh, said that when you guys started it, it's invo- it's evolved into something else. Uh, Blue, what's your thoughts on that? Like, what was your guys' original plan? And through technology, the advances in technology and maybe just the culture, like, what different paths have you guys taken with the Digital Media Center? I would say we definitely went more mobile. Uh, mm. Like Chris mentioned, it wasn't quite there yet. But we went mobile, and we've also, at the time, we bought a bunch of cameras. We, we have a big studio over there, and we wanted to do more, but the technology wasn't quite there as of yet. And now it's actually there to do more. So we more advanced towards teaching people how to do things with what they have already, teaching people how to utilize free stuff that's already there on the Internet as opposed to having to go out and buy a $10,000 this to do all this no. stuff teach them what they have already and put Mm -hmm. the power back to them. So basically, we have taught storytelling more than anything else, I would say, teaching people how to tell a story with some type of medium. And whatever medium they have, it's the best they could possibly have at the time. Now, do you guys have a number? How many people have gone through there? Do you have an estimate? Because I I think Chris once told me, and I was like, whoa, like, wow. It's around 2,000. Wow. I mean, I know I've taught a lot of people, and continuously, I still get people coming up to me. It's like, hey, remember you taught this class? And I I try to remember, but I taught taught at Kent State. I taught at Upward Bound, um, which is Ohio State program. So I've done a lot of teaching, and it's all been around digital media and storytelling. And one thing I appreciate about Blue, because this teaching this program and teaching classes in this program is much more than just learning how to press record on a camera. It's inspiring people. It's it's finding people who did not before have the self-esteem to go out and be a storyteller, to be a videographer. And we've helped these people realize their full potential. I mean, we, we've awakened uh, beasts, I guess you could say. You know, some people who are retired, who are now buying, you know, $2,000 DSLR cameras and people who start have started their own web radio stations and people who want to be filmmakers. So it, it, and more than just the, it's like we're more than the sum of the parts, you know, we're more than just teaching the classes. We have, we have helped people awaken their potential, which I think is really important. That's one of the most rewarding things for me, uh, more than the actual skills themselves. And there's probably been a residual effect beyond the 2,000 of people showing other people after they oh, come yeah. to the classes. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One person shows one person, next person shows that person shows two people, and on and on and on and on. And you probably, you two, starting the Acting Digital Media Center and starting teaching and doing all that, have probably touched a, a number of amount of people in their creativity that they never would have been shown before. I mean, Cody, what do you think? You, uh, Co- Cody, if you guys don't know, he teaches speech and debate. So you guys all have something in common. I, I don't. You guys are all teachers. You, you help people develop their full potential. Cody, what do you think? Uh, well, along the lines, I mean, obviously speech and debate is a little bit different than, uh, I mean, it's still telling a story and doing, uh, you know, all that kind of thing. But, I, you know, I think the Akron Digital Media Center has done wonders for the city and just, I mean, the Akronist is such a cool thing that came out of that. Uh, the news that we can get, you know, all the time, Chris is always updating that in blues and all the people that are helping with it. Uh, the Akronist is such a cool uh uh, asset to our community, and uh, without the Akron Digital Media Center, that wouldn't happen. So I think that uh, you know I'm I'm really thankful in just myself and for the Spoils of Akron podcast. This yeah. would never happen without no, the Akron Digital it would Media not. Center and Chris and 
so you know, I, I a lot, a ton of good has come out of that for sure. Well, well, well that's oh, exactly ahead. why we want to do this in reality. Because mm-hmm. when we were coming, when we went to college, we didn't have the ability to. We had to get very bad cameras, rent them through the university, go sign up at the library for editing time. I mean, it was a real pain, and mm-hmm. we had no real mentors besides a couple professors. We would have loved to have a place like this. We could have came in. We could have gotten equipment. We could have edited videos. We could have did so much more when we when we were in our mid twenties. We didn't have that, so we wanted to give that back. And now that's what we've been able to do is give that back to the community and let young people or anybody anybody that has a desire to come in here. One of my big things is I motivate people. I want people to realize I'm just like you and I. We're no different, and you can do this too. And that's been the big thing for me that we actually gave people a chance that we never got to have when we were at the University of Akron. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, I, uh, you know, just speaking from personal experience, I have learned a ton since we started doing this podcast uh, from, you know, just working a soundboard. And um, it's been able to help me in other things like helping uh, with Ryan's band, the Copper Pennies, and doing all that kind of thing because I just know how to connect things that I just would have never you know, done without this. A so, soundboard. Yeah, a soundboard. I just, you know, that even just some, something as simple as that has changed uh, a lot of stuff for me. So uh, I'm really thankful in myself for that. Well, and I'll go back again to Awakening Potential because um, Ben and Ryan came in and said, hey, we want to do a podcast. And I said, well, you bring the idea, I have the equipment, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know how to use it properly. As you can go, if you go back and listen like the first couple episodes, <laughs> please do they're not. pretty rough. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's kind of cool to go back and see how far we've come along. But I helped awaken their potential, you know, because they wanted to be podcasters and, and we all worked together to make it happen. And now, you know, it's it's a weekly thing that we do and we're on episode 42. I You know, it's almost been almost a whole year of this, but um, we've all learned as we went along, including myself. And like Blue said, you know, I'm I'm not an expert on any of these things. I'm just I'm learning as we go as well. Before we started the media center, I I barely knew anything about recording on video and editing video, and I pretty much taught myself these programs. And so, as as Blue, I'll reiterate what Blue said: if I can do it, anybody can do it. I never was much of a techie in my er, younger life, you know. So now I, I feel like. Um, the the technology has become so simplified that most anybody can do it. Speaking of younger life, Blue, what got you into taking pictures? What got you into taking videos and technology? Like, was it uh, a parent, a grandfather? Was it a TV show? What was it? Do you remember even what it was that got you interested in in doing this and making it a job and a career and uh, teaching other people it? I mean, there has to be a spark there for it to to show that to other people. Do you even do you remember? Oh, definitely. There's been a couple things. Uh, the first thing was, you know, my my parents didn't have the most money in the world. We grew up in the Ohio Valley, so most of us had parents that were mill workers or coal miners and they were off periodically, but we used to have magazines, National Geographic. Mm-hmm. And I used to read all the National Geographic magazines and look at their great photographs, great written articles, and that's what really stirred my passion. Uh, my parents bought me a computer. And this is way back before anybody Whoa. had personal computers. I had a TRS-80 Tandy computer, which <laughs> is from Radio Shack. And I learned how to program that. And then I got a Tandy 1000. And then I got a first computer with 256 kilobyte hard drive. And that wow. was a huge hard drive back then. You'll never be able to fill this up. So I've been around technology a long time. Now, the problem is my parents never really pushed me as an art form. They didn't think, my dad's an artist, he's a painter, but he didn't paint until I left for college. Mm -hmm. His logic was, I don't want to have my son going after art because he can't sustain himself. And he didn't want to even talk about that. Now, in retrospect, I wish he would have. I would have gotten a video camera earlier and I would have pursued this. I didn't pursue this until I was probably in my early 20s, 22, 23, and then I decided to go back and get into this. So that's Mm -hmm. how I have progressed to this point. And you started, and you started from parents. Now, that is one thing that that I also um, can, uh, I don't know what the word is, but agree with, but something that has also happened with me is that my father is a youth pastor, so he does get to teach people and talk with people, and he gets to share his life story and help other people. Now, this is different. You know, I'm not out there teaching young youths or anything like that, but one of the reasons why we wanted to start the, the start this podcast was 
I wanted my voice to be heard. I wanted our voice to be heard. And then we came up with this idea and did all that. Um, throughout the years, um, have you worked on projects that we might know? Now, I know one time you told us about a movie that you made and did all this. Now, now throughout the years, now, which ones would we know any of them or uh, anything big that you could yeah, say? Yeah, you might. Um, let's stick with uh, the video end and what I do aspect. Uh, one of my first jobs out of college is I worked for NASA. So wow. I, I did video work for them. I wasn't in space, but I did video work. Blue green astronauts. Fun. That's right. What what kind of stuff did that include? Uh, mostly boring things about <laughs> like um, I don't know sound tests for new jet engines and just a lot of acoustic things. Uh, Here in Ohio, or where yeah, was it? It was at the time. It was um, the. Oh, it's in uh, it's in Cleveland, but it was had a different name. There was okay. a NASA, it had it was a NASA Glen. Is that what it is now? Yeah. Or well, it, used it was to be, called NASA Glen. Wasn't it was it? NASA Glen when I was there. Now it's something else. That okay. was my first job. Is it the Science Center up there? It's a is a research it's, center. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's no. A, it's like a little community. It was oh, a great. Wow. It was great, and I enjoyed it. But it was only about a year, and I didn't like driving up there, and I didn't want to move because Akron's where my heart and soul is. Uh, from there, I did graphic design for a long time. It was just wasn't feasible to to do digital production here. It was way too pricey. I couldn't afford it. But then I got kicked back into it, and I did shows for Time Warner Cable. When Time Warner Cable had their last vestige of news in Akron, mm -hmm. which we'll get to in a little bit, uh, they carried on Channel 23 on Akron Time Warner Cable. And I did television shows on there. We did Arts Quest, we did Medical Matters, and we did Sustainable Life. And our shows became the standard for the other shows in the area. They were produced in Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, I believe Indiana, Illinois, Kentucky. They were all over the place. So I've been producing shows for that. And in my film career, I've made 10 films at this point or been associated with 10 films. Chris and I worked on one called Blimp. Uh, that's one that we won first place and best in show. I wonder and, what that wow. one's about. Uh, look up Blimp when you get a chance. Uh, look up Blimp. You can find Blue Green Akron and find Blimp, but it's a fictitious story. It's a, uh, so mockumentary. It's a mo mockumentary. Oh. Yes. yes, it's a comedy. It's very okay. good. We, we rewrote Akron history, basically. <laughs> and uh, it was a fun one. And I've done 10 films. My last one was called Spirits, and it was a film that's a play on words about the spirits as in someone protecting you, the spirits you drink, uh, the spirits you put out there. I heard about this yeah. one. You told this one at a uh, open uh, the yes. storytelling events that Wandering Aesthetics has. That was a question I asked. My grandfather was an alcoholic, and I asked, why was he an alcoholic? And I made this film. Why well, I learned my life fell apart after that, and I realized that when you ask questions to the universe, you may get answers you don't know necessarily want gotcha. and that was the last film I made because I had a good friend die my I no longer buried uh, from that uh, my dog died the owner of the bar died there was just a litany of things that happened after wow. that so I stayed back from filmmaking and now I have a new passion which is TV show production again and mm -hmm. news productions where I want to go to now Yes, and, and there's a reason you're here today um, mm -hmm. we had you on today so why don't we why don't we get into that yeah yeah, yeah. go ahead Chris or blue. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm <don't> sorry, <laughs> Ryan. Okay, so what are we here for today? I am kicking off an Indiegogo, Indiegogo campaign for the Akron Channel. And what is the Akron Channel? Well, what we want to do is we want to broadcast news again in Akron, which we haven't had for a long time now. If you're familiar with news in Akron, we're coming from Cleveland pretty much. So mm -hmm. we're the last end of the story and the last few seconds of the story, and yeah. it's about a murder or death or something of that nature. And I feel for our city to be great again. Um, I don't care how many jobs we have here. I don't care how vibrant the art scene is. I don't care how many hotels we put in. If we don't have something to spotlight our own stories and tell it, nobody else is going to. When you think about it, why would Cleveland, who has sponsorships from all over Cleveland, want to talk about Akron unless they absolutely have to? Right. There's no reason for it. To fill up airtime. To fill up airtime. So we need our own news source, mm -hmm. and that is the Akron Channel. The Akron Channel will broadcast one night a week, that's all we can start with, a 30-minute news program, and we'll also broadcast three days a week for 12 hours at a time local programming made by people in the area about things in the area that promote everything that's going on within the city of Akron and what makes it great. This is an awesome idea. It I is. love this it's idea. very cool. And why, why are you qualified to do this? And this is kind of a leading question because of something you're already doing here at the library. But why, why are you qualified to lead this charge, Blue? Well, one of the big things uh, that kept us from having news in this area for so long was the cost. It was so expensive to buy a digital 
uh, broadcasting center to pump this out to the channels, to have all this equipment, but now technology's made it easier. So at the Akron Digital Media Center and Akronist, I teach mobile media production. Basically, we can do a three-camera switch snow with good audio, and we can put that together with one person, all done with an iPad and iPod. I've seen it done, people. It's amazing. I've seen it done at multiple events, and Blue's working the whole thing on an iPad. It's awesome. And that eliminates so much of the overhead cost to make this happen. Um, besides that, I've been producing shows for Time Warner Cable when Time Warner had it that mm -hmm. were the standard of shows. And I look back through all the public access TV that's in the area, and these shows are still way better that were produced five years ago years ago was being produced now. Content and quality, I'm already teaching several people to do television shows. We probably have 30, 40 shows, but we have a very small studio within the library. The audio is pretty bad because we're not in a contained area. And every time that someone makes a noise or a beeper goes off, we have to stop and go back again. We're crying baby out in the library. Exactly. <laughs> oh so we're ready to grow and to take this to the next level and we have all the pieces in place the problem is a lot of us do this at volunteer time and we need financial aspects to make it come true so that's where the indiegogo campaign comes correct in. that is where the indiegogo campaign comes in tell people about that and tell them where they can go if they wish to donate or, 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 or i think it's donations right uh yes it's going to be through donations and that if you go to indiegogo and search for the akron channel that's where you'll find it there's also going to be the akron channel facebook and also an instagram page as well um so we'll be pushing this through the channels and it'll also be put on to the soap, I'm assuming, when you put this up, we'll put a link to it as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you can find it. Um, and I'm going to get on as many places as I can, as many newspapers that will have me, whatever we can do to put content out there, or we're going to get that, this Nord out to the people. And knowing Blue for so long, I know he's a very determined person. And if he says he can make this happen, he will make this happen. <laughs> so um, I encourage people to get on board with this idea because it is something I support, we support at the at the Akronist and, and a number of people in town. It's like it's going to be a thread that ties a lot of things together. Because there are a lot of people out there making quasi programming, but it, there's no central place really for it right now. I mean, there are a lot of differing types of media, types of contributors out there, but this can be that thing that ties it all together. I mean, exactly. We have so many shows being produced already, but if we came together like we do with the arts, like we do with everything in Akron mm -hmm. and work together, we'll all rise on this. Mm -hmm. There is content being made. I mean, the Akronists alone, we oh, have yeah. enough for a week content. We can just bloop. There's several places for content, but we're not coming together. And why do I want to do this? Think about this. A 10-year-old in Akron grows up, and all they hear is about death, murder, drugs, Ebola, serial pooper, whatever it may be. <laughs> I remember that story. And no. what, what, why did Cody, they, they ever catch you? No, they didn't. Okay. I'm still on the yeah, Still on the loose. <laughs> and how is that... How is a kid growing up going to have any respect for their city or want to stay here if that's all they hear? True. It's the bad stuff. We need to, I mean, granted, that isn't news, but there are so many great things going we never hear about. So how are kids going to learn to respect their city, res not litter, to want to stay here, to want to do great things? you got to show them that this city is a gem. And it's a great place to be. And there are great things going on. And you should stay here and make your future in this city. And this is the cool thing about what you're saying. And we were talking before we uh, pushed record about generation and the baby boomers and stuff like that. And what better way to reach the younger generation than through TV, than through technology, the, the thing that they are growing up with. You know, you don't really see too many kids out there riding bikes anymore, tunes like that. They're playing with their phones. They're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter all that stuff what better way to reach them and, and show them like you're saying how great the city is than in the medium media medium media whatever that they already use exactly and that's what I want another point I want to point out when I say TV station this isn't going to be a TV station we're used to we're not turning on channel 5 channel 6 that's irrelevant anymore in my opinion yeah. um, it's the Netflix era Netflix has some of the best programming on they yeah. don't have a channel Hulu Absolutely. doesn't have a channel YouTube doesn't have a channel but they have a presence that is the future, and that's where we're going to be. Now, in time, if Time Warner Cable, hint, hint, or anybody out there wants to give us a space, <laughs> that's that fine. Warner. We will give you our content to put on there. Uh -huh. But for now, we're going to go 
a different route. We're gonna go through application driven. So you have a smart TV, you load up an app, you load up our channel onto there. That's mm -hmm. the way we're gonna go. Content that's broadcast through the internet when you want it. So if you like a channel, you'll go there, much like Netflix, there's 15 other shows ready to go that you can watch. Right. And all our programming will be by Akronites for Akronites. And we might have other people from around the community, but if you love this city and you have a good idea, we will help you make this happen. Well, Blue, I mean, I, I, I just think it's listening to you talk for the past few minutes about this. I mean, you can see the passion that you have for this. And I, I think it's a wonderful idea. I mean, you're right that you have to give something for Akron by Akron. Right. And that's what's going to make that's another thing that's going to make people want to be here and stay here and be positive and all that kind of thing. Now. I understand we and we know why you want to do the TV show uh, for the TV show or for not for the TV station. Why Akron for you? Why Akron for me? Well, I I became who I am in Akron. Uh, when I came to Akron to go to college, I never really had a home. I never felt at home in my hometown. I felt a little different and I felt a little odd. I don't know how to explain it, but when I came to Akron, I was welcome, I was accepted, and I realized this is the town that I want to be in. This is who, this is me. This is my heart and soul. And I am not going to leave this city. I am going to stay here. And if my goal comes true, my daughter, who's seven years old, will stay here as well because she can have an employment and a voice in this city. I love it. I love that question. I love everyone's answers. They're always different, but they all are great. They all, I, mean, I love that answer. I, I mean, I love that question because... Because why else? Why else would you be here? Why else would you be doing all this if it wasn't for, like you said, your daughter? If it wasn't for the next generation? Um, Blue, it's been amazing having you on and, 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 and hearing all, all that you have to talk about and, and the future and all the plans that you have. And I would just want to make sure, not that we're running out of time here, but if people want to sign up for shows or people have ideas or... You know, if they want to help out with the campaign in other ways, maybe not be on TV or, or do that, but help in backstage, where can they reach you? Uh, the best way to find me is on social media, on Facebook. Uh, but if you search Blue Green Akron, you're going to find pretty much every video I put together, everything I've done, every write-up that's been out there mm -hmm. about me. You name it, you're going to find it. Blue Green Akron is the best thing you way to find me. Okay. Blue, what's a realistic timeline for something like this? Well, uh, we have 60 days to raise, which we haven't even talked about how much we're looking to raise here. Yeah. We're looking to raise half a million dollars okay. in 60 days. Okay. 60 days. That's a lot of money. You'll yeah. be the first to say. But that's our time frame to get it going. And then we have approximately about a month before we'll get the news program up and running. And then we'll have that going from there. It'll start slow and work its way up. Now the plan, if we get this going, is we'll be self-sustained for the first year. That'll give us enough time to get advertisement placing and get in place where we can become a sustainable model. And then we'll open up to more news, to eventually 24-7 daily news, maybe two times a day news for all we know, but that we're looking down the line. Right mm -hmm. now, we're thinking very modest one half an hour program a week and three days with programming on 12 hours a day from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. All wow. unique Akron content. That seems pretty, that seems like a pretty good goal. Um, with an Indiegogo campaign, how does, with the money, does it worth it if you don't raise that, then it's not used? Or I know it's sometimes on Kickstarter it works like that. I'm not really sure. And I just want to make sure that if you do not meet that goal, that this still gets done, it still gets made. And, and I'm sure that, like Chris said, you're a very determined and passionate person. Um, how does that aspect of it work? Well, there's two ways that you can take Indiegogo. You can have it as a full campaign, and you have to raise that. And then after that, you can raise more money on top of that. Or you can go the route where you can get whatever you can to make it happen. But in a realist, realistically, I've looked at this, and I really do need a large chunk of money to make mm -hmm. this happen. Now, people are saying, why do you need a half million dollars? That's a lot of money. Well, we have to pay for a studio space. We have to pay for uh, lawyers. We have to pay yeah. for internet access. We have to pay for advertising. We have to pay for overhead, lights, I mean, you name it. Mm -hmm. And we also are going to create approximately 12 jobs, two full-time jobs and 10 part-time jobs in the city of Akron. And we have to pay those people something. Right. So they're going to get paid in a freelance time where they have to take out their own taxes until we can get it built up. But 
it's more than just um, running a news program once a week and throwing some content on. We have to do a lot to make this happen. There's yeah. an extreme amount of overhead, and we have an advertising person built in. So in that first year, we have some cushioning so they can find a way to make our channel have self-sustainable income through ad placement, partnerships, grants if need be, whatever we can get to get something going, we're looking to get that. Okay, all right. Um, uh, when it, will this be started? Do you have a timeline set? Do you know when you're going to start Oh, the, the campaign, campaign? Uh, when you hear this, it's live. Okay. So you can go look for the Akron channel now. Okay. And it'll be modified. I'm going to add more videos and photography to it as we go. But for now, we're good enough to start off and to kick this it's out. It's good to go. It's. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're probably going to upload this. We're, we're talking like right now, it's like 4.30 or something like that. But it'll be go. We'll probably upload this at like 9 and it's ready to go, people. So if you hear that, go to it right now. I mean, <laughs> what? stop what you are doing and go. And let me talk about what I'm looking for. Yeah. Let's, okay. I'm not, I mean, granted, I, I need all the help I can get. A dollar here, a dollar there, whatever will make it work. But what I want your help is getting this in front of the people who can make a difference. Get it in front of your bosses. Getting in front of your relatives. Getting in front of the people that you know that have influence and power that can make something like this happen. I mean, I would love to have $2 from $3 from every citizen in Akron to make this happen, but it's not what we're looking for. We're looking for large funders to come in and realize that if their business is in the city, it's in their best interest to have a news source that spotlights their city, right? It right. only makes sense. Why would you want to do this? It's the best PR campaign you can have when they're talking about how good your city is. When people don't want to leave from the University of Akron anymore because they realize Akron's a cool place. I want to stay here. This only benefits across the board. Not to mention, I want to bring the, the mayor aboard. I want to have him do shows. I want to have all their meetings broadcast. All this stuff makes our city better when it comes down to it. Makes us all rise higher. I love it. I love it. That's that's a, an amazing goal. That's uh, what, what a cool idea. When did you come up with this idea? How long have you been thinking about it? Now, you, I mean, you ha obviously have a history with this media uh, and with the media and all that. But when did this click in your head and that you wanted to start doing this? Uh, originally, when we first got the funding for the Akronists and the Akron Media Center, I wanted to do it then, but the technology just wasn't there. It was way too pricey to do that. I mean, mm -hmm. you couldn't even at the time upload a video. I don't think the iPhones even did video. They did photographs still at that time. So. The technology wasn't there, nor did we have the manpower. And when we got a decent amount of money, we didn't realize how much money. So the learning lessons that I've learned from our initial project and how to make it grow, I, I learned a lot from not necessarily we didn't have failures, but where we didn't anticipate we would need more people, mm -hmm. need more people to do things for us as opposed to just buying a bunch of equipment and getting a place. Mm -hmm. Right. And when we started this, uh, or, or, or part of the team that started this project, there was no model for what we were doing. We, we were walking blindly into this new territory. <laughs> we really were. There was no model anywhere in the country of, of this type of a project. So we did have to have a few missteps to learn what we were doing, to learn the proper way to do things, the best practices, so to speak. And a lot of the acronyms in the media center revolves around community volunteers and people we recruit who have no experience and no training mm -hmm. to do media to tell stories to, to run a proper news uh, channel or news operation or to do you know the top tier reporting that that he's referring to you need professionals you need people who are trained and people who should be paid to do it you know we have a lot of volunteers in our program currently because that's just you know this is this is a community uh, more of a community model the, uh, blues idea is more of a legit you know channel a legit news station something that's an authority an authoritative voice in the community so I mean it there it's it's more of an extension of what we're doing now and, and they, it could accompany you know the acronist can accompany this mm -hmm. this new endeavor um, but yeah it's it's a little different you know it's, a, it's an evolution of what we've been doing and, and kind of we, we've put the litmus test out there and gauge the 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 feelings in the community and, pe I, and we really believe people want something like this well, people are proud of their city, and we need this. Uh, people will get behind it. Look how much they love anything with a logo of Akron on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it only makes sense that people that love our city will happen to watch our programming as well. And they'll spread the word. And we'll get it out there one person at a time until we get the information out to the rest of the world, how, how good this city can be. Uh Go ahead, Cody. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, there are Questions tons of other things that you could you can do to raise money. Like, are we talk? You, we were just talking prior to this. We're going to 
uh, talk about doing fundraisers, right, and doing uh, cool events where we can uh, try and raise money for uh, the Akron Channel, which it, it still just blows my mind how cool this could be. Uh, you know, and it's you're right. I mean, I don't even remember when. What when did we have an Akron Channel? Has it, how long has it been since uh, since we since it, the night the 1996 was the last time that oh, okay. that, <laughs> that the channel was actually in Akron. Channel uh-huh. 23, right? And then it went. It went black one day, basically. They refer to it as a good documentary about uh, when the news went black in Akron. And it was bought out and it ended. And then it got brought back again. But uh-huh. then it, it just, there's never been the community. Well, let me rewind a little bit here. What the yeah. problem is in this area is if you look into the history of it, Akron, Canton, and Cleveland's all lumped together. Mm-hmm. Yes. With, for the Nielsen ratings or for rating aspects. Yeah. So when they have TV stations, Cleveland's way bigger than Akron, so it made no sense to have TV stations in Akron. Where you're going to compete is in Cleveland. So from day one, we've been kind of handicapped here. We've we've not had a true voice. Mm -hmm. This city has now about 200,000 people. Wrap your mind around 200,000 people. And if you look, the city below us in the United States that's a little smaller than us and a little bit bigger than us, they both have three to four news sources covering their stories, competing, raising jobs in the area. I mean, think about how much of an economy just goes into those three to four stations broadcasting. It's amazing. And we have zero here. We have great media print. We have great radio, but we do not have a news source. And it's, it's, it's not acceptable in my eyes for Akron to be this big of a city, this inventive, this much on the cutting edge, and we have no voice. Yeah. I never even thought about that. What, do you know which cities those are? You... Uh, Topeka, Kansas, uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Whoa. Um, you know, a number of these, yeah. of these kind of middle-sized cities, medium-sized cities across the country. And it, it's our proximity to Cleveland that there, there are no national affiliates in Akron. Even you Youngstown. Know, like the Fox, CBS, NBC. Youngstown uh, has their own? Yeah, Youngstown. I mean, they're, they're far enough away to where they're considered their own little district. That's <laughs> the thing. You ever, you ever like go to like blossom and they're like hey cleveland you're like no Kyle Falls, you dummy it's not, not even that it's like we're this is not cleveland exactly <laughs> i mean yeah you are correct chris that would more more likely be like hello this is no it's Kyle falls kind of akron but you know not exactly <laughs> cleveland but but i didn't even know that about i mean you are right we do have great radio and 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 and, and culture but mm-hmm. the other thing that I think we have in this city that is abundant is the artists themselves, is the content that you're looking for. Oh, the stories are unlimited. Oh, gosh, yeah. There are tons of stories. And I'm not saying we want to do soft news, all great things, but there are just so many unknown things here in Akron. Mm -hmm. We have some of the best restaurants, some of the best artists, some of the best musicians, some of the best trails, some of the best... I mean, we just have... It's a great place to be. And until we can scream at the top of our lungs how good we are, nobody, I repeat, nobody is going to do that for us except for us. That's it. Okay. Wow, Blue. This is great. I love this idea. This is, I'm fully on board to help out wherever I can because I want to help. I mean, not that it's always been my uh, uh, dream job. I always wanted to be Indiana Jones growing up. But <laughs> but, but to, to be an even right now a podcaster, but somebody that I should sound like I know what I'm talking about, but half the time I probably don't. But to help out with something like this, I I would feel grateful. And I bet other people would too. Well, here's how people can help out. This is a podcast, right? Yes, sir. We put a camera up in the corner. We now have a television show. How great is that? We have content. And you say, oh, it's boring. No. People that want to see it, see us. How many people watch Howard Stern's show and it's a couple cameras in the background playing? It's basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. There is content everywhere. And for all you people that have ideas, another thing that I probably didn't cover completely, Mm -hmm. the studio is going to be open four days a week. And I'm going to be there four days a week with an assistant. And if you come in with a good idea and want to work through it, we'll produce a TV station for you. That's no problem. You have to worry about helping to get the funding for it by finding an advertiser for it. That's not a big deal when it comes to the topics we can have. So anybody, I don't care how young you are, how old you are, you can have your own voice as long as you're willing to dedicate the time much like you guys did when you came into the Akronist and you met Chris and you because we have people come to us all the time with a million stories and a million ideas. Oh I can do this, I can do but they never follow through. If people come down, follow through, we'll have shows that we can run. That And my vision is other cities will do this, and we'll share content. And yeah. we'll take back 
our local media. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be told what LA thinks about, the, the, the execs <laughs> in LA think about Akron. We should be told what we think about Akron yeah. here, owned by us, for us. The new news from Akron, from Akronites. Yeah, often when people come in here to the library and pitch an idea to me, um, if, if I said yes and, and did all the heavy lifting on every idea that came in, I would never get anything done. So I flip the script, so to speak. I say, okay, I will help you, but you have to come up with the idea. You have to be the producer. You have to come come to me with something, and then I'll meet you somewhere in, in, in between. And that's what made Spose of Akron um, a success, I think, is because they came in with that idea, but they also they also uh, uh, w w worked toward it and and actually put their money where their mouth mouths were literally and yeah and, and and did the work behind it because you know I'll help people but I I definitely won't do all of the work for somebody and you shouldn't have to you should right. be, if if someone's got an idea if someone wants to make something happen they should have a part of they should have an even bigger part of it than than right. what you guys are doing and it's uh, a good way to weed out the people who aren't serious yeah you know the people who aren't really going to do the heavy lifting or help me with the heavy lifting or help us so yeah i mean i i think that model works well you know mm -hmm. you come come to me with an idea and also come to me with some action behind that idea and another thing that we're going to do is we're going to have tryouts i want to have a four person news Crew that, mm -hmm. that are the face in you know the face of Akron, yeah. And I, I and we want people come in and try out for that. So you know, you ask what you can do, come and try out. Maybe you can be the next face of the news of Akron. That's what we need. We need to get our content, our faces, our stories out there so people can relate to it. I mean, how can you? I mean, listen to the radio stations today. They're broadcast from all over, but yeah. not from here anymore. Right. The morning crew from Florida. We have our own. We, right. we, we, we need to spotlight our own here. Um, so the, the campaign itself is 90 days or 60 days? 60 it's going to be 60 days. That's okay. the maximum I can run it. So after 60 days, do you have a timeline? Because that'll be in like you know a couple months. Uh, if we get this goal completed within 60 days, within one month, we'll be up and running. Wow. Where will the studio be? Will it be here? I have locations I'm looking at right okay. now. Um, I need a studio that actually, preferably, is built out. I have a budget to build it out, but we want the rolled walls to where you can soundproof everything, hang lights, and really do a real studio. Right. As opposed to just an open space that's, because you guys deal with audio. Of course. You know what an open space sounds like. Yes. You need a contained area to have good audio. So we need a better location. But I'm open to anywhere as long as it's in basically the downtown footprint. That's where I want to be. Oh, I was going to say, you can use our basement. But I don't. That's, <laughs> we live in Norton, so probably not. That probably would not. Cody, is that okay? I don't care. The, the basement <laughs> sounds good. We did a podcast. Yeah, on we it. did a it's, podcast. It's, uh, very typically basements are good to record in. Oh, definitely. I mean, the, the bricks it's, it's and everything finished. kind of absorb the sound. It's finished. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> nice place. It's nice. There's carpet. It's nice looking. I think uh, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Blue uh, again. Um, one more time, I want to make sure we're coming up on the end of this this episode, yeah. but I just want to make sure that we get all that information back out there. So okay. I know we've said this about a hundred times, and I just don't want to make sure people uh, get the right information about where they can go, who, where to contact you, their ideas, and what. So if you want to sum it all up and, and do and give us the info one more time, it's going to be on Indiegogo. That's Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Go there, and you're going to search for the Akron Channel. Once again, that's the Akron Channel. We'll have links sent over to Soap to put on the bottom of this as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. You can search Blue Green Akron, and you can find out all about me. You can email me at bluegreenfilms at gmail.com. That's B-L-U-E-G-R-E-E-N-F-I-L-M-S at gmail.com. Um, and please reach out to me if you have some ideas you, you want to collaborate I need people I need people to make this happen and I need ideas but more importantly what I need is the people that know people the people that can get this in front of people that can make the decisions that can make a difference that have no problem with saying you know I'm a business owner I want to give them $50,000 because I'd rather give it to them for PR than hire somebody to come in here and learn all about Akron and then try to get PR out let's get right. to the people that know Akron well that can do really good for us so those are the kind of people we're looking for um, I, I would like this to completely go through with less money but I also realize that we need to do it and do it well because I've been scraping on passion all my life <laughs> passion only gets you so far yeah. passion only gives you so many people that are going to do something for such a period of time and eventually they need compensated we all got to eat we all got to pay our bills we all mm -hmm. got to pay rent 
And trust me, if I could volunteer all my time 24-7, and I would do that. So I want to be able to help the city out as well as to focus. Because right now I'm all over the place. I have to sustain by doing web design and right. social media and SEO and video campaigns and a lot of stuff that I do and do well, but it's not where my passions are. And it doesn't raise the city of Akron anymore. So I want to put my passion to something good and bring other passionate people down to make this happen. So once again, it's called the Akron Channel. Look for a Facebook page, which isn't done yet, but it'll be up shortly, but go to Indiegogo and search the Akron Channel. Thank you, Blue, for being on today so much. I mean, I I am so... I don't even have the right word. Excited, I guess, is a really cool... Uh, ecstatic. Yeah, ecstatic. I mean, I think this is such a neat thing, and uh, I can't think of anybody better who should be behind it and the driving force for this, so I'm really excited. Oh, thank that. You. And thank you for coming on and talking to us about it. Uh, you know, we're, we... Soap is behind you 100%, mm -hmm. so yes, we'll do anything we can do to help you out. Now, I'm a fan of Soap, and I've pretty much listened to all the podcasts, and I okay. push them out there every week, and I love them. And you guys had a film episode on. You all talked about your favorite films we did. and whatnot. Um, no one mentioned Citizen Kane. And I was ah. so saddened oh, by no. that. Yes. And I just want to come up to the point, if you don't know <laughs> Citizen Kane, go watch that film. It's a black and white film. It's Rosebud. old. Go H watch Have you guys Citizen seen Kane. that? I have never seen Citizen uh -oh. Kane. I know it. I don't, I've a, never seen it, though. It's a fascinating film. And it's much like Chris said about uh, the Chinatown one. Right. Um, it is a film school film. It broke the rules. It did everything way before its time. And check out the directing and acting in that film. Fantastic. We have a so we have a, a guys. We have a, a soap fan, a fan of soap. He's in the house. He's in the house right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, and I try to get everybody to listen to, it and I push it out there all the time. Well, thank and you. So I do much my work that. listening to soap at home. Oh, thank you, Blue. Thank you so much. Now. Cody, go ahead. Um, Blue, if you have any upcoming events or anything, this is the part of the show where we like to throw out uh, upcoming events or promotions. But, Cody, I know you have a list, so go ahead. I, well, I don't really have a list. <laughs> I'm going to play some sweet music in the um, background. Chris, do you have anything ready or no? Hold on, let me plug you in. Well, I know that there's a, uh, is it pronounced Pecha Kucha? That's what I was just about to well, ask. There's, there's an event coming up, and I've applied for that. So maybe if the people hear this and really want me out there on it, I would love to be on it because it falls right within my campaign aspect. It does, February 5th. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris, is that how you say it, Pecha Kucha? Um, I, I've heard it a couple different, I've heard it Pachacucha. I always say it wrong and I get yelled yeah, at, so. so I, I don't think it matters. I think part of the fun of it is mispronouncing the name. I gotcha. Well, that, uh, Pachacucha, however you say it. If you're listening, tell me how to say it so I say it right. Uh, it, volume 2 is coming up on Friday, February 5th at 7pm uh, at the Akron Civic Theater. Uh, I don't know how you get tickets. I think that... Uh, I think you just buy them at the door. It's a donation. You buy them at the door. Right. It's a donation. That's the last okay. one was. So, so I, I can't call. I can't seem to get my. I have like no connection in here, but okay. I, I, I do know some events off, okay. off yeah. top of my head. Um, the next EP cooker is January sixteenth um at aqueduct brewery and i'm pretty sure it starts at seven if i'm not mistaken right seven to like yes. 2 a.m um and the following tuesday is our next full circle storytelling a collaboration between the acronyms and wandering aesthetics and it is in an incredible uh series it's anybody can come in and tell stories anybody can show up and just get up and tell a story it, it's it's it blurs the line between performer and audience um the next uh installment theme is drinking buddies so Aqueduct Brewery, uh, January nineteenth. Um, also, two, two, a twofer at Aqueduct Brewery. So yeah, um, yeah. The new the EP cooker is not where it normally is. It's at Aqueduct Brewing this time around. So don't go to uh, what's that place called? Paprico. Yeah, Paprico. Um, the next Gaines meeting is Wednesday, January thirteenth at five thirty at Musica. Chris normally says that. You didn't say that this time because normally well, I, I normally I can't, like I can't talk. Get my events called up on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. Oh, I know one. Um, What's up, I am Blair? teaching this Wednesday yes. at the library at the Akron Digital Media Center. We kick off our classes, and the classes are going to be different this time. If you've already taken them, come on in. I'm changing up a little bit, and I don't have a lot of information on that now, but they're going to be more concise and more user-driven. This week's theme is Citizen Journalism 101. That's the topic of the first class, and there it's a six-part series. So each well, Wednesday at three. I don't want to. I'm changing that. Okay. Uh, I don't know 100% yet, but I'm making it shorter. Um, six is a lot of time to go through. I want to get it down to three, I think, and make them maybe an hour and a half. But we'll discuss that. But I want to change them a little bit because it's it's hard to get people to commit to six weeks of classes, pretty much. 
Okay. All right. Uh, let's see what else is coming up. There's one other thing. Oh, Odd Mall's coming up again. Uh, February 13th and 14th is Odd Mall at the Cultural Center for the Arts. Uh, and that is at... Oh, I don't know what time it is. Oh, Saturday. It starts at 10 a.m. on both days. So the February 13th and 14th is Saturday and Sunday. Um, I think that's all the events that I can think of. Ryan, do you have any events? I do not. The only ones that I know of, but I don't know the dates, so I don't. Oh, I, I have two actually. But oh, go ahead. is uh, Pete Nish, <laughs> uh, former January nineteenth. Thank think. you. Is that what it is? I think. Hang on. Former uh, soap guest Pete Nish, uh, who was running for school board. He is. Um, we love him so much. Uh, episode. I don't know what ep- number, but Passion on Our Sleeves is the name of that episode. He is. I saw this today on Facebook, and I'm gonna go see it. He is returning to Musica. To play on stage, he's opening for some ba- for um, uh, some band. I know, I know, you're pulling it up right now, Cody. But uh, Anna Nalik. Okay, and what day is that on? Friday, January fifteenth. Okay, that's what day it at is. At nine p.m. I'm definitely going because I want to see Pete Nish on stage rocking it. Because I remember when we went to have him on, and I googled him, and I was like, his Wikipedia page came on, it, and it was all about how he was a we rock love star. Pete. And we're like, like, is this the same guy? And then we're, and we learned it is. So I, I know that's. That, uh, on January 15th, I know I'm going to be there. So I know I'm definitely going to be there. Um, Anything else, guys? Well, that was the that was the one event. And then um, also we ran into uh, Miss Shane Wynn at uh, First Night last week, which was awesome, by the way, if you got out to see it. Blue and Chris were there doing pictures for the Akronis. That was awesome. Selfie station. Uh, and Shane's birthday is coming up. Uh, Shane's birthday is on January 14th, but she's having a birthday party this weekend. She's turning 40. Happy birthday, Shane. We love you. Uh, her birthday is on. Her birthday party is at Aqueduct at I think seven on the ninth. So go out and uh, celebrate with her. I, uh, I, I do have a few more. Yeah, what's um, up, Chris? This Thursday, vinyl sw- spin and swap nights, which is at drum roll at uh, Musica. <laughs> I, I have a real slow connection. So um, also on the seventh, vinyl is final, and I think that's the same. Okay, that that's that coincides with the Akron Sound Museum. That is, uh, and Wayne Beck is another past guest. Oh yes, starting the Akron Sound Museum, paying homage to the you know the seventies, eighties Akron bands. Yeah. So seven to ten p.m. Um, at Musica is a vi- the, the vinyl night, the vinyl spin and swap, and then it'll, it'll go toward. Uh, yeah, the, the proceeds, I think, will benefit the Akron Sound Museum. Vinyl is final. And stay tuned for the Akronists. We'll be posting a story on that over the next day or so. Uh, January 14th, Island of Misfit Toys reception at the Akron Art Museum. And this is a really cool... Uh, it's a really cool concept. People basically making art out of old toys, um, and it looks like the this, this exhibit will... Um, Let's see the reception and drop, and I think this also is is to collect toys for a local charity. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, cool. And that is that starts at 5 p.m. next Thursday on the 14th. Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, thank you very much for listening to our podcast again. Go to indigogo.com and search for the Akron Channel to donate to the Akron Channel, Woo-hoo! which Blue Green is talking about today on our podcast uh as always we work in partnership with musica and urban eats we also work in partnership with the akron digital media center our own chris miller and the akron library and thank you for listening guests thank you blue green for coming on thank you blue so much for coming on today. thank you for having me i greatly appreciate it and as always keep it an, an akron, akron day, day.